Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ram.com. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on Signing Wednesday. Randy Rainwater took signing Wednesday off. He had a lot of business he needed to take care of, and he is doing so. And so I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas, and now it's time to play some theme songs, and we'll be doing that a lot today. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Yes, so Ray Tucker's with us. Hi, Ray. You having a good Wednesday? I'm having a great Wednesday. And okay. The, the traffic in West Little Rock is like a zoo. I thought I was in L.A. or New York. Wow. You mean like they had giraffes and elephants out there? Uh, not quite that. Okay. Not quite that zoo. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time to play another theme song, isn't it? Uh, who are we playing for? Well, Trey Biddy's supposed to join us at 405. Well, I was not aware of that, but here we go with Trey Biddy. And Bitty. now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Trey Biddy. Well, Trey Biddy, have you had a busy day? <laughs> That's just a laugh, just to say you've had a busy day. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Is Santa Claus, you guys both doing ho, 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 or what, huh? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Busy day. Busy day, yeah. National Signing Day. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's obviously this one has taken on, you know, the uh, the pedestal of National Signing Day. We don't even call it early National Signing Day anymore just because that's not what people type into Google search. They just type Signing Day. So uh, it's it's definitely taken over and uh, busy day. Obviously a lot of, uh, you know, recruiting and transfer portal news. I think what jumps out to you, I mean, this is a pretty small recruiting class, guys. Yeah. I mean, like when yeah. you just talk about the high school recruits, I've seen a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, Arkansas's 14th in the SEC and this and that. And I mean, they are. That's the truth. <laughs> but, uh, I think you also have to look at, uh, you know, where this class is ranked. Like, if you look at an average star ranking, this is probably the, let's see, the 21st ranked class in the country. Um, you know, if you look at it that way, if you want to put a positive spin on it, I guess. Uh, but the other way to look at it is, um, you know, they're 28th uh, nationally, you know, and 14th in the SEC. I think they'd be at like 8th in the SEC just based on average star ranking. So, I mean, that's something to consider. It is a very small class, 16 signees right now. Uh, I think Texas A&M is the only school ranked ahead of them that has uh, fewer. Texas A&M only has 15. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes back to what I'd said, you know, last summer really was I think the formula for Arkansas is more like 2010 you know 20 20 high school recruits and 10 transfers mm, yeah. um, that has changed even more to you know and Pittman at the time said he'd like to sign 25 you know but uh, that philosophy has definitely changed because they need immediate help and that's where you know they have to find help in the in, in the transfer portal. I think it just makes sense for a program like Arkansas because you're not right there next to elite talent. Um, it is unfortunate that some of the elite talent that is close to you, um, you know, chose to go elsewhere. But uh, that's you know, that just kind of stinks. You know, you you want to yeah. keep the best players inside the state if you can, and that didn't happen. 100%. Now, they got some great players, obviously, Charleston Collins, Braylon Russell. I mean, there's C.J. Brandt. There's, you know, I could name them all, but uh, they got some really good players inside the state. But obviously, you know, you, you see the ones they miss, like uh, Courtney Crutchfield, for example, Walker White, and those jump out to you. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of a, 
a mixed bag, I guess. There's different ways to look at it. There's uh, a lot of positives with the class. There's some negatives with the class. Um, but ultimately, to me, the thing that I think about is, you know, Arkansas needs to do really good work in the transfer portal. In my opinion, to be a competitive program, there's still a lot more work to be done. I've got them at 85 or 84 scholarship players, depending on Jeremy Cook, who I don't believe is signing. Um, well, so you don't probably think he will? 80. What's that? He he was the other one committed, right? Yeah. And you're you're yeah. thinking he won't not, sign? Yeah, I'm not thinking that he's going to sign. Uh, so probably 84. However. However, you know, Bradley Shaw, things look good there. That's another one to consider. I think he's probably January 6th when he'll make his announcement. But uh, he's been crystal balled to Arkansas. He's the number 101-ranked prospect in the country. So that would be a nice addition at linebacker, especially when you consider they got Xavier Sori, who was a big-time transfer portal addition uh, out of Georgia, former five-star recruit. Uh, so, you know, they've done some good things there. They, they've got some other good linebackers in the class. Um, but... They really need to continue to add transfer portal players. I thought it was interesting Sam Pittman said today that they're at 77 and 78, maybe, depending on how that other scholarship goes. I think he's talking about Shaw. So let's say they're at 77 since Shaw hasn't announced right right now. There's a lot of players. I mean, I've, when I say 80, 84, 85, mm-hmm. I'm talking about players who have eligibility left that haven't said that they're not returning. You know, it's players you know, that as haven't many said. As seven. If, he, if his number's right, yeah. you're talking about as many as seven or eight guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we may not be done. I mean, there's another transfer portal window after this one, and this one's not closed yet. So there's still players entering the transfer portal today and yesterday uh, from various schools. So, uh, you know, we may not be done still. And now you're talking about they've got eight transfers right now. Now we're talking more like 16, 17, maybe, maybe more than that. Mm. That's that's, you know, last year eighteen that was a big one, <laughs> that was a big number for transfers. So uh, it looks like you know they're going to be very similar numbers wise to what they were last year, and you know I don't know that that's healthy to do year after year, but I do know that they need a lot of impact right now. They need to to, to shake things up. Um, you know I love what KJ Jefferson's done for this program. They needed to shake things up at quarterback. You know, they didn't need to go down just with the same guys that they had last time if they're going to go down. They need to, um, you know, and they really like Taylor Green. I think he's got a lot of potential, too. I think it'll be an interesting quarterback battle with him and Jacoby Criswell. They've added some key offensive linemen, uh, three guys. They're going to add another one at least, and uh, we'll see how that shakes out. But I like the offensive linemen that they've added so far. Uh, and that's obviously going to be – I mean, that was a big reason that the the offense was so terrible last year, um, in addition to some other reasons. But that was that was an area that had to be shored up. And so we're all – but, you know, just back to my point, there are players that haven't said anything, haven't announced that they're, you know, leaving, and, you know, we're still counting them because they have eligibility left. But there's mm-hmm. – I mean, we're talking about, you know – seven, eight guys that are on this roster right now that have eligibility left that we're expecting to hear, um, you know, medically retiring, I'm entering the transfer portal, I'm moving on to the next phase of life, I'm declaring for the NFL draft, those types of things. So there's plenty of movement still left in the transfer portal for Arkansas. Okay. i got a couple um, Gangster Museum of America uh, live fan feedbacks here that one snoring Bob's. You know, it's interesting that he puts up here like 10 seconds after we go on the air. So he says, Sean, snore and grumble. Well, he really hadn't had time to do that much. But he says, Pippen fails again. Musselman stumbled. All hope is lost. Can't get any good recruits. Uh, can't win at basketball. Going back to nap. Well, that's fine. The guy does nothing but nap. He tells me to do better on my jokes. Well, I, here, you know what? Uh, I've got a job for him as playing Grinch at the mall if he'd like it. He could do that. Or remember when uh, Jethro Bodine on the Beverly Hillbillies wanted a job as mattress uh, tester? Maybe that's what Gordon <laughs> Bob ought to do. He sure did do that one. <laughs> he could do that. Yeah. Okay, I Lennon guys, Sherwood. If we want to look at this class, just kind of you know breaking it down a little bit. I mean, Charleston Collins is a top 100 prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Selman Bridges almost is. A, he's won 11 nationally. Um, 
you know, Bradley Shaw isn't committed, but I think they feel pretty good about where they're at with him, number 101 nationally. Uh, Ashton Bethel-Roman, number 114 nationally. And then, you know, K.J. Jackson, Braylon Russell, Kavion Henderson, you know, are all um, are all four-star recruits. I believe, I believe a couple more are, um, you know, um, four stars on, on other recruiting services. Um, uh, Juju Pope, I believe, is a four-star composite, um, and maybe a couple others out there uh, that are committed or, or four-stars elsewhere. So it's not like they haven't gotten any good recruits. It's not a very big class. I mean, again, the star ranking average is, is actually pretty solid for this class compared to, to past Arkansas classes, just not, not a high volume of high school recruits. And, again, to me, you know, yeah, maybe you add a couple more here and there, but to me, what we need to be focusing on for this team to have any success next year is to boost it with guys who are ready to play right out of the gate, not mm-hmm. so much guys that you need to develop for a couple of years. And you got to get those guys. You need to hit on these guys because you're not taking a high number of high school recruits right now. So you need to make sure that the guys that you are taking, you're hitting on, and there's guys that you're going to keep in your program for a long time and develop so this cycle doesn't continue where you just have to keep relying on the transfer portal and we saw the impact the transfer portal had last year it's just they messed things up on the offensive line and you know with the coordinator hire well i've got one question for you from uh lynn and sherwood and then i have a question for you so uh but here's what lynn asks if nil didn't exist do you think crutchfield would be a razorback hmm that's a good question uh i don't know enough about the details of his I, I, I hate to answer a question like that because um, there's probably people that know him and know why he made the decision, and I would just hate to say the wrong answer. I mean, it could be, you know, I don't, I don't exchange messages with Crutchfield. I'm not like a direct, like, you know, I'm not like <laughs> right. Danny might, do. you know, that's recruiter right. yeah. writers might, but yeah. um, you know, that's not my main area of focus. So I would hate to say something and be wrong on it, but. Um, you know, I think NIL definitely plays, you know, in a more general statement, uh, a huge role. And some recruits are valued more than others. Um, and you know, there's also the fact that Arkansas was four and eight, and Missouri was ten and two. I mean, that that plays a role. Yeah. That's one reason Ole Miss is having so much success. They've had two ten win seasons um, in in the last three years. Yeah, the other one likes a winner. winner. Yeah, everybody likes yeah. a winner. People love a winner. That's right. Okay, so my question is, the defensive end that visited from Georgia, is he still uncommitted? Um, I don't remember. Okay. To be honest, I've got so many names swirling in my head, and I know who you're talking about. but I Well, I, I hope so, because Arkansas needs to get more from Georgia, right? Well, of course, yeah. yeah they've done, done well with the guys that they've gotten from there. Um, you know, done pretty well anyway. There's, you know... I wouldn't say everybody they've gotten from there has been a star, but uh, well, yeah, like the defensive back from last year, uh, Singletary, he is. Uh, yeah. You know, he played as a as a redshirt freshman. You figure he's going to be even better next year, I guess, don't you think? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, who was the other defensive back they had before that? Was it Brainy? Mm, yes. Yeah, I think that's Latavius right. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty yeah. good. He wasn't. Yeah, he's good. He wasn't, wasn't great. I think he. Right. I think Brainy played injured pretty much all 2022. So maybe yeah. not entirely on him. So Trey, what what we're seeing here, we're seeing some really outstanding high school players who are, are not signing with with Power Five schools. They're going to a lower level, and they will develop there, and then they end up getting in, in the portal, and the NIL comes into place. Yeah, that definitely plays a factor. I, I think it's interesting. Like everywhere I look, though, I see uh, people talking about the, you know, the uh, Arkansas's losing SEC players and replacing them with, um, replacing them with uh, FCS players. You guys see that? I mean, people call in and say that kind of stuff. But I mean, what I'm looking at right now is. Oops, where'd he go? Uh, he, he went. Me, in, guys. I thought you went. Uh, in the por- yeah, now we got I thought you he back. went in the okay. portal. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, what you said is I'm looking at right now. You got me. Yeah, we got you You're there. And last thing you You're said was okay, sorry. Here's somebody. What I'm well, it's at. not my normal time, and 
Okay. I didn't have my phone on. Uh, I've got my phone automatically set to go on uh, Do Not Disturb on my regular segment. Oh, I see. Somebody tried to call me. Uh, but Danico Slaughter's from Tennessee. Xavier Sori's from Georgia. Addison Nichols is from Tennessee. Taylor Green is from Boise State, which is a group of five. Uh, Andreas Paskey's from Eastern Michigan, which is a group of five. Fernando Carmona from San Diego State, group of five. Matthew Shipley, Hawaii, group of five. And Keyshawn Blackstock um, from Michigan State. So I don't see any FCS players, but the guys that Arkansas has brought in from the FCS, uh, Andrew Armstrong, yeah, uh, John Ridgway, fine. have been pretty good players. Sure, exactly. Well, you know, I do. I do. Th- th- the only thing that really concerns me when you get down to a class like this is you sign five from Arkansas. I, I think, and I'm not talking about the four stars. Don't you think somewhere out there there's a player or two that if coached up would be a heck of a football player that happens to be from Arkansas? I'm sorry, Rick. I'm, the guy that was calling me was bringing me something. I'm messaging okay. hey, him. Five, five, um, pl- five players. There's all kinds have, of news happening. Sorry, go ahead. Five players have signed from Arkansas. Uh, sure, they missed on a couple, but mm-hmm. do they have to be four stars in Arkansas to be recruited? Uh, don't you think there are some players out there that if they really evaluated and coached up could be really good players coming from the state of Arkansas, more than five? Well, I don't know. It's just it depends on year to year, Rick, and I think we maybe have disagreed on that a little bit on how many Arkansas should take in the class. Uh, this is a good in-state class, uh, you know. But there's, you know, the the running back for uh, UT Martin is a good example. You know, that's a guy that slipped out of the state. He's going to Oklahoma now, out of the transfer portal. Um, so there are definitely guys that could be, but in this day and age, it just it's gotten to a point where it just it's harder than ever to bring in a guy who is you know overlooked and under recruited and you know maybe undersized and has the heart and stuff it just it's harder and harder to bring those guys in in this day and age because the rosters are so much better now than they were before when you're talking about this elite level because guys get processed you know you're not playing You've been in our system for a year or two. You don't look like you're going to compete. We got to move on, and we got to get somebody in there who can, who's ready to go. Um, so it's it's unfortunate, and it's almost just like you know you come back on those guys later. You ask them to walk on. It's just the system has just changed to where it's you know you might lose out on guys that um, you know. Fernando Carmona is a great example. You know, he's not from Arkansas, but he's from. You know, he's from California, I guess. And, you know, he was a guy that played high school football for one year. And then 2020 happened. They had a shortened season. He played tight end um, before that. And San Diego State took a shot on him. Or, excuse me, San Jose State took a shot at him and brought him in. And two years after that, he was uh, starting left tackle for him and a multi-year starter. Guy started a lot of games for him. Uh, So it's just... And then is there, you know enters the transfer portal and ends up you know at a at an SEC program so that's right. the, the game has that's just a changed one. a little bit yeah okay we got a call for you Trey this is uh, I hope our lines will work today JoJo in Little Rock JoJo you're on got a question for Trey yes sir yes sir Trey I heard you all talk uh, about uh, Lindsay out of Fayetteville and of course yeah. uh, Walker White from Little Rock Christian mm-hmm. and, and and you know we say we miss miss on these guys or whatever, but um, would that not cause a problem when right now you got a, a commitment out of Wilson from CAC? No doubt mm-hmm. about it, you're going to put all your eggs in the basket to go out to uh, the quarterback at, Green, at Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Would that not be a crowded quarterback room and somebody's going to end up transferring anyhow? I mean, that's how you got to have it. I mean, you got to have the, you got to have, you got to bring in the best players you possibly can, and then worry about transferring out and stuff later. Um, you know, it is interesting when you bring up those two in-state quarterbacks because, you know, Walker White, his family, uh, you know, he's the grandson of John Reese, who's a former Razorback, right, and right. Uh, the nephew of uh, John Aaron Reese, who was a former Razorback up here, and you know that whole family is big Razorback people, I and mean, I know them all very well. He's the son of David White, a former golfer. Yeah, yeah, David White, yeah, yeah. also, not, yeah, not, all very. And, he, and, and, then, and then the other guy up here, the other guy is Drake Lindsay. I mean, yeah. 
we know Drake Lindsay is, yeah. is, has family, very strong family ties to the Razorbacks. So it's it's pretty interesting. You've got two quarterbacks in the state that are, you know, Division One caliber guys, uh, Power Five caliber guys, uh, who aren't enrolling at Arkansas and have such strong family ties to the yeah. Razorbacks. Did we recruit them? Did we recruit them hard at all? Well, Drake, I think it was probably too little, too late. Um, you know, he'd been committed to Missouri and uh, Minnesota, Arkansas, and, Minnesota. You know, yeah. Excuse me, Minnesota, not Missouri. And then, and, um, and John David. Sorry. And and Walker White also the brother of yeah. John David White. John David and, also. Now, yeah. So sure. would would that not leave maybe a bad taste in his mouth to see that his brother they kept saying well, John David is going to play he's going to play and. He never saw the field, and then all of a sudden he transferred out. Now, wouldn't that leave a bad taste maybe in his brother's mouth? I mean, I, I, I don't know that to be true. I mean, I would just be speculating. Um, right, I, I don't right. Know that, I don't know if that had a whole lot to do with it, but um, I just know that both those families are, you know, big Razorback people, and, you know. Just, and one last point, Trey. Yeah. It, it seems that, that guys now – shy away from competition. You know, uh, this quarterback is coming, or this running back is coming, or that wide receiver is coming. Well, I don't want to go there because I got a better chance of playing here. Where, why the guys are not uh, competing and, you know, come in and say, I don't care if I'm a freshman or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going to play. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to let somebody scare me away because I feel I can play. Yeah, but I think it, it's it seems different. like guys are afraid of I don't know that it's changed so much. I don't know that kids have changed that much, to be honest. I mean, maybe the the clothes they wear and and the how they talk and stuff has changed, but I think kids are yeah. kind of the same. And you know, some just some don't like competition. Some want to see a clearer path to playing time, and and there are other guys that just don't care. You know, I, yeah. I think it's just different person to person. All right, I appreciate. It. Okay, hey, somebody well, send me this. a job application, Hogsports, Trey at <laughs> hogsports.com. Email me. Email me an application. We're looking for people. All right. Fly with Trey. Trey, thanks a lot. We'll yes, talk to you again tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy. Ray Tucker and I will be back with more on Drive Time Sports right after this. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds. Paying more than just 8% on your auto loan? Move your loan to True Service and cut your rate up to 2% APR. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Randy Rainwater brings Drive Time Sports to Conway this Friday. Broadcasting live from the all-new Genesis of Conway, the only Genesis dealer in the state of Arkansas. Open now at 1075 Call Your Drive. Special thanks to Larry's Pizza of Conway. It's the season for giving and saracen makes it special this december play to win an incredible mercedes-benz cls 450 from mercedes-benz of little rock with an alluring look of luxury the cls 450 is a top of the line mercedes and it can be yours just for playing at saracen only 40 minutes away saracen casino is little rock's closest place to play and win the mercedes-benz of your dreams saracen casino resort vegas arkansas style Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. 
When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash, anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney, Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Hey, man, it doesn't matter what your budget is. you got to get to Robert Irwin Jewelers because we're going to make Christmas bigger and brighter this year. Hey, you know I'm rolling, right, Howie? Oh, wait, let me change my voice up and sound a little <laughs> bit more exciting then. This year, we've got all the greatest, most trendy fashion items in diamonds and in jewelry. And you got to get to Robert Irwin Jewelers because we've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. We've got free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, five locations, or online at rijewelers.com. Say Robert Irwin Jewelers. Robert Irwin Jewelers. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, Randy's not with us today. He'll be back tomorrow. Wish I could tell you he's at Tacos for Life. I don't know if he is or not, but he should be because Tacos for Life is a great place to go. Last night, took our grandkids there. They had the time of their lives. They love it. Most of them get the two-taco deal with two tacos and chips and salsa or queso, and they just they just love it, absolutely love it. So it was a fun night at Tacos for Life for us, and it can be a fun night for Tacos for Life for you or a friend of yours. If, you want to, if you're looking for a nice gift for Christmas, how about a Tacos for Life gift certificate? $25 gift card? Guess what? You also get $10 gift card for yourself. And you can eat there and enjoy giving a gift to somebody else. That's a pretty cool deal, right? And while you're there, you can... Now, we don't have any young enough, but if you've got the young ones, they can get the 29-cent kids deal, right? Kids taco meal, that's a heck of a deal. And think about this. If you're looking for a catering experience, you can call Tacos for Life. They can do it for you. They do it all. You'll love their food, and you'll love what they do for others at Tacos for Life. Okay, welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray, I think for this segment, it's just you and me, right? You got it. Okay. Then at 5 o'clock... You're stuck with me. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, 5 o'clock, we're going to be playing an introduction for Chris Turnage. He's coming with us tonight because tomorrow night's show is abbreviated uh, by Razorback Basketball. 5.30, Bart Bart will be with us. And uh, at 6 o'clock, it's Nolan Richardson. So we've got a lot of good guests tonight. And right now, it's J.K. in Fairfield Bay. Hi, J.K. Thanks for calling. Hey, guys. I, I, think, that, uh, I think that KJ and, and Rocket, well, I tell you what, man. The hype is the first of the season for these two guys. I feel sorry for them because... I think this coaching staff, for me, is the Razorback fans. This blew the opportunity to promote these guys and actually get them in the NFL, and that's what it it just bothers me. So I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Well, J.K., I would say this. Rocket Sanders was healthy only briefly all season. So it's pretty hard to say the coaching staff had anything to do with him being ready to go to the NFL. For K.J. Jefferson, Dan Enos, the offense that he ran, is much more of an NFL-type offense than the one Kendall Bryles runs. So, uh, And K.J. never really seemed, from our, from our observations, we don't know what he thinks, but never seemed to adapt to that very well. So as far as getting both those guys ready for the NFL... There's nothing they could do about Rocket's injuries and KJ's uh, reluctance or whatever it was to uh, truly embrace that offense of Dan Enos. That was a, an offense that probably would have better helped prepare him for the NFL. So that's the only thing I can respond. Now, should we feel sorry for him? I don't know about that. I think they both did real well with NIL. 
And uh, I'm sure KJ is going to end up somewhere where he can play. And Rocket's going to South Carolina, where if he's healthy, I'm sure he'll do very well. Some of the some of the talk I heard t- today, Rick, had KJ possibly going to TCU to rejoin Browse, and that, that Morris's son had entered the portal. Yes, and that and that could be it. Yeah. And so again, from JK's call about getting ready, somebody ready for the pros. Hey, Kendall Browse is a really good offensive coordinator, and KJ may thrive there. But that's not an offense that's going to make him more prepared to play in the NFL. Okay, let's go to Stan in Little Rock. Hi, Stan. What's on your mind today? My man, Rick. How you doing, Rick? Super <laughs> duper, Stan. How are you? What's up, Ray? Rick, I mean, uh, Stan, uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Do you take that five-hour stuff before you call us? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's asking if you take an energy. Go. There you go. Hey, there you, you go, Ray. <laughs> He's saying, do you take an energy drink before you call? Ray, there you go, man. No, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's, Rick. what's real today? Yeah, what? Oh, man, I'm just waiting on my – I'm waiting on the greatest – I'm waiting on the only basketball coach that ever won. I can saw a national championship yeah. in basketball. Yeah. Hey, the great yeah. Nolan Richardson. I'm, just, I'm yeah. waiting on. But look here. Well, hey. It'll be on at 6 5 Hey, Rick, because we ain't going to never see nobody else do that. Most of us can't do it. Because his defense do not have that 40 minutes of hell. And we'll never see that no more at the University of Arkansas. That 40 minutes of hell defense. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. I love y'all, man. All right, Stan. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you, He doesn't give us a chance. So we called yesterday and pointed out. There's no rebuttal. That since 1994, with the possible exception of Rick Pitino at Kentucky, Nobody has used the 40 minutes of hell defense to win a national championship. So it's, I guess you could say, if if you have to run that to win a national championship, then there are a whole lot of coaches that are missing out on that. But we're going to re- Stan, we're going to share that with Nolan tonight, and we're going to say, how is it even possible that anybody could win a national championship without running the 40 minutes of hell defense? And, you know, also, when we had Nolan on uh, last week, somebody was calling about how he loved the 40 minutes of hell in the pressing, and Nolan pointed out that the year they won the national championship, they probably did it less than they did in other seasons. So I don't mean to disappoint you there, Stan, but there are a lot of different ways that you can win, I think. Okay. Uh, let's just talk about tomorrow night. It's Arkansas against Abilene Christian. Arkansas is seven and four. Abilene Christian's five and six. We'll talk with uh, Bart about that uh, at five thirty. And uh, if anybody wants to ask about it, we certainly can. Arkansas should win the game. Hopefully, get some Christmas time off, and then they better get ready because UNC Williamson Wilmington comes in, and they're very good. And uh, Arkansas plays them on the thirtieth. Okay, so football. Uh, in recruiting today, how ironic is this, Ray? Georgia plays Florida State in the it's the Orange Bowl, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, and we still haven't seen. Okay, so Georgia's quarterback is returning, and so the number one quarterback in the country flipped his commitment away from Georgia. Uh, maybe he said maybe he thought he's going to start as a freshman. I don't know, but that's uh, but he flipped. But today, Georgia flipped a safety from Florida State. Florida State, again, playing, got rebuffed, didn't get in the playoff. Georgia didn't either. But the number one safety in the entire country, uh, K.J. Bolden, who's from Georgia, but he was committed to Florida State, but he flipped today and he signed with Georgia. How about Oregon? They flipped two four-star wide receivers. One that was going to Ohio State, one that was going to Southern California. So that's interesting, too. So these flips and the things that happen, it's not just about Arkansas. It kind of happens all over the country. And then Oregon State and Washington State announced today that they're going to become affiliate members with the West Coast Conference in multiple sports, not football. They've already... Who is that now? Oregon State and Washington State. They're the two remaining Pac-12 teams. They are, they've already announced that they'll be affiliate members of the Mountain West for football, meaning they're going to play, I think, six, conference, six games against the teams from that conference. But here's an interesting thing. and I just find this fascinating. I don't know if anybody else does, at least in our part of the country. 
but the courts have ruled that Florida, that Oregon State and Washington State, the only two schools left in the Pac-12, have all Pac-12 rights, and nobody else, all the schools that are leaving do not. So, they, right now they have control of all the money. They have control of everything because the other schools have no vote. They can't vote. So even when they talk about distribution this year, now I'm assuming the distribution's already set up. But any extra money that's left in the Pac-12, it it's all belongs to the Washington State and Oregon State as they want to form a new league. Now, the rule is that you have to, to be a legitimate league, you have to have at least seven schools that play Division I men's and women's basketball and have at least 12 sports. So... Uh, you have to have at least 12 schools. They've got two right now. So they've got, and but you can operate with less than that for two years. And then after two years, you've got to expand your conference or you're left out. So that's a that's an interesting thing. So how many, how many teams State. in the Mountain West? Uh, I think there are 10 or so. Well, why they, don't they all just join they, they the new Pac-12? They could, and the Pac-12. Now, here's the other interesting thing is Washington State and Oregon State are going to play next football season with the Pac-12 logo on their field, even though they're the only two teams left. <laughs> and that's something. And they'll play for the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> I guess they will. <laughs> I guess and a host roll in the Rose Bowl, no? <laughs> yeah, the reg- regular season doesn't count. Well, no, I don't think that's going to work. I, I, don't, I, don't, that, but I, I, I don't think I don't think so. You know, my, I had a question for Trey Biddy, and I didn't get around to it. Um, all this portal stuff. Uh, when it all settles after this first go round, I'd like I'd like the numbers on how many guys entered the portal and did not get picked up. Yeah, and there's right. there's so many of these young people out here that um, if, if they, they want to play immediately, uh, they they don't want to work, they don't they want to grow, they want to get better, they they want instant gratification, and that, that's not the way it works in the workplace, and and they're in for a rude awakening later on in life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as of uh, Monday, there were over two thousand players in the transfer portal, and how 2, many of those will just just whizzed away their college scholarship? Yeah, many many of them did. Yeah. Now, many of them. It's just like Trey Biddy brought up. Many of them may have been told it's time to go. Trey Biddy keeps track of all the scholarships. He keeps a daily count on this. Who's coming? Who's going? And he's got Arkansas at 84 players on scholarship. Sam Pittman today said there are 77 or 78. That means that there are probably there's at least six and maybe seven players got to go who they've already told their le- that they need to leave or have said they're going to leave, and there's been no public mention of it. And so you got to you know Arkansas is still trying to sign a high school player or two, and they're still trying to go to the transfer portal and get more players. So in the so, rec- in the recruiting process now, coaches can't go in anymore and tell tell a kid's father and mother, "So I'm going I'm going to take care of this young this man, young man for the next four or five years." No, no, that can't be in your pitch anymore because you're not no, going to do it. That's right. That's exactly right. Which is really a, you know, that's kind of a sad state of affairs. You know, they, they remember before the portal and before uh, before NIL. There was this period where there were there were those that were trying to get four-year commitments. Uh, they were saying, "Hey, if you sign a kid to a letter of intent, you've got a you've got a pledge to give him four years. Uh, you can't just kick him off the team or tell him to transfer or anything else." So there was a movement there. Now it's the total opposite. It's like, uh, and I think you, you were talking earlier about instant gratification. You know, you go and. If you don't get exactly what you want, well, then you leave and you go somewhere else. Problem is, you might find out where you go when you go somewhere else. It might not be uh, what you want. So, a lot going on out there. Okay, well, you can give us a call. We've got another segment here before we have Chris Turnage, our NFL expert on at 505. You can give us a call at 501-661-1037 on Drive Time Sports. Every Wednesday.
Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. It truly is the most wonderful time of the year. And as always the case, it's the busiest time of the year, too. On top of all the shopping and planning for your family gatherings, there's also the prep work, the baking, and the cooking. Good news is, Edwards Food Giant is there for you once again with all those delicious party trays in their deli department. Edwards is offering a huge assortment of trays, including meat and cheese, vegetable, fruit, cookies, and so much more, and at $5 off all large party trays. Edwards Food Giant would like to wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word a recent headline in the washington post jumped off the page a plane fueled by fat and sugar has crossed the atlantic ocean at first i thought this meant those passengers shared my affinity for non-healthy snacks but it was actually about the sustainable aviation fuel made from things like corn animal fat algae municipal trash and sewage (laughs) Okay. There are at least a few of us, though, that would just as soon use regular jet fuel and not fry the friendly skies until they actually figure this out. When you walk into a Double B's location, you'll always be greeted with a welcome to Double B's. We are an Arkansas company serving Arkansans with 34 locations across the natural state. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. We're joined joined by Neil from Saracen, out in Pine Bluff. Uh, I'm not sure what's wrong with my voice today, Neil. How are you? Well, I mean, I'm doing pretty good, Ray. It's good to hear from you, and uh, good to have you on a Wednesday. Yeah, I've been been missing you. I know you've had some things to take care of. Uh, We're we're in the midst of the bowl season, college hoops, a busy time for you guys. Oh, yeah, it is a very, very busy time. Um, Got a bunch of bowl games this weekend. And then really Christmas Day when we start with the NBA and football on Christmas Day this year. And then, then we have the whole week of bowl leading up to uh, to that and uh, the playoffs and a lot going on. But uh, don't forget tonight we got college basketball. we got the NBA tonight. And uh, don't forget to check out the specials because we got some pretty interesting uh, bets up there. We've even got uh, stuff already up for Thursday night football tomorrow night. And we've got Arkansas specials on the Red Wolves and the Committal Bowl uh, down there, too. So, uh, got an action-packed weekend. Uh, you, I mean, there's a lot to, you can bet on. And don't forget, um, when we push out an app update later on here today or tomorrow, uh, some of you are already seeing it in the previews. We're going to have streaming table tennis. So, if you can't find something on the TV <laughs> to bet on, you can bet on your table tennis. So, oh, you're, gonna, it's gonna, you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> 
Uh, you'd be surprised on how many people are betting that because those games are over in 20 minutes and people like to get their money and put it on something else or, or take it out and use it for Santa Claus. Money. All right, I'm going to ask this question. Do you, do you get more play on NBA or college basketball? Um, well, right now it's NBA because there's more NBA games um, with the uh, tournament just being over and things like that. Um, when college, when conference starts in basketball here in another week or so, then it will flip the script for a while until after March Madness, and then the NBA will pick up again. So right now the NBA is bigger, but then once uh, conference play starts, we all know how we are on betting our uh, SEC conference teams and, and things of that nature. So uh, that's when it really gets ramped up and concentrated on, on college basketball. And for a chance for somebody to win, they need to go where? You need to go to BetSaracen.com on your computer or go to the App Store if you're on Apple or Google. Type in BetSaracen, and you can download the number one sports betting app in the state of Arkansas, the ones that have all the contents. Remember, we're the only ones that let you bet on the Bisons, the Harding Bisons in the national championship game. And, and if you bet on them, you definitely scored on that bet. Neil, uh, we don't have another outdoor show this year. Uh, I'm not back on drive time. We don't, I don't think we have another drive time on, 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 when, we have, when I'm on on Mondays. And so anyway, yeah. what I want to do is, th- is wish you and all, all the folks at Saracen uh, the happiest of holidays, and you take care of yourself, okay? All right, we will. And thank you, everybody. Stay safe and keep sports setting fun and happy. All right. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it very much. Rick? Whoops, I got the wrong button pushed. I'm sorry. I, I punched Okay, you. so people bet on table tennis. They they watch ten- table <laughs> tennis on, which is ping pong. You're betting on ping pong. You know, do they bet on poker games that are on ESPN or two or whatever it's on? Do oh, they, that'd be wild, wouldn't it not? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're betting on what somebody oh, else is betting, betting on. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll, ask, we'll ask next time. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what people will do, isn't it? Amazing. Okay. Well, we got a call coming you're, in. You're so you're a long time tennis player. Do you, have you picked up pickleball yet? No, no, no. I, I we my wife and I tried that, but we like tennis a lot better. Now I know pickleball is a it is the rage across America right now, and so it's a big 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 deal. I I just find that tennis is a lot more exercise and and uh we, we and that's if that's what you play and my wife's been a lifelong tennis player so we still enjoyed playing tennis okay let's talk to uh don and magnolia hi don thanks for calling hey rick hey ray how y'all doing today good don thank you happy holidays you too uh i got some, uh i want to sit staying straight on this melon stuff you're going to up, McC- up, up a can of worms here. <laughs> well, I didn't, I'm not going to drink energy drink before I call. matter of fact, I need some right now. But, um, I just w- you might want to ask Nolan this. I've heard him say this before, but the 40 minutes of hell defense, the reason it won't work today is because they've done away with all the hand checks. Yeah. And Nolan would tell you that, uh, you know, he could have a defender turn the ball carrier wherever he wanted to turn him, wide or left, you know. Yeah. Because they got to put the hand on him, right? And you know, make him go where you want to go. And they don't allow that no more. So I don't know if it would work today or not. Uh, you know, we'll think and, about and, that. And one other one other reason, Don, is because they allow players to carry the ball like crazy, like crazy. I mean, right. they do it in the NBA. You, you you can't guard a guy. A lot of times, you jump you jump on him. He carries the ball like that. He just scoops it. He doesn't dribble. He just scoops it and goes around you. That's correct. That's that's true. But I will say this, Dan, Don. There are a lot of people that play aggressive man-to-man defense without much hand checking. You still see hands go out there some, but it's a light touch. It's not, right. you know, they're not basically keeping somebody from advancing. So, but but you still see some pretty darn good defense played without the hand check. Now, is it forty minutes? Is it full court? No, because you'd probably foul your whole team out if you did that. Well, I mean, I just you know, back then you could you could put a hand on somebody's back and just leave it there. Seem like as long as you want to, no foul would be called. But now you get too touchy with somebody, instant whistle. So I'll let y'all, I'll, I'll, you get your thoughts on that. I'll let y'all go. Right. Have a good day. I appreciate it, Don. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. We I, I will ask Nolan that we've got him on at six oh five tonight. Now we talk about uh, his era very much. 
Let me just share with you that um, as we prepare for two other guests in the next hour, uh, you're welcome to call us even when they're on the air. And Nolan loves phone calls. And it doesn't have to be about how wonderful he is, although he, I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> but a lot of people call and say, oh, Coach, you were so good. And, oh, you did this, you did that. Just, just with basic questions. You may have a question about when he was coaching. You may have a question about coaching basketball. You may have a question about, you know, basketball and college or pros today. You might have any of those questions. So, at any rate, uh, when he's on tonight, Nolan really does love talking with our fans on Drive Time Sports. I've talked to him uh, off the air many times, and he said that's that's what he really likes the most. You know, so. uh, I, I do want to pl- plug this very quick. Uh, our Little Rock Trojans are in action tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock. Uh, should should be should be a, a good one. We play Jacksonville State, and we we have won five of the last seven. That's good. Uh, we got K.K. Robinson back. Uh, he missed six games. Uh, he had a whale of a game. He had 14 rebounds the other night as a point guard. And you talk about when your point guard gets gets a defensive rebound and pushes the ball, puts a lot of pressure on the other defense. Uh, last seven games, uh, first of all, we got four players averaging double figures. Uh, the last seven games, we've had four players in double figures. And so Mikael Mitchell was eligible the other night, uh, got in the game, played eight minutes, dislocated his shoulder. Oh, no. Uh, I think really? He, yeah, I think it's going to be all right. Dr. Back, Jack Vanderschillen was there and popped it back in. I, he, he had a smile on his face after the game as he left the court. Didn't have He had ice back on there for a while. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't have it when he left. So I'm, I'm hope, I know there will be a lot of soreness involved, but hopefully we'll have him available uh, when we take on Jacksonville State tomorrow at 2. Yeah, wow. I, and tickets, know that. I, I, I think you can get tickets for 5 bucks. Well, that's a good deal. Yeah. So, Great. so you can't say, well, it costs too much. Come on out. We'll see you at the Jack. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, University of Arkansas advertised that there are some tickets available for these uh, games with uh, when the students are gone, including tomorrow night, Abilene Christian, then North Carolina Wilmington, and then Auburn. And uh, so I went on there. We've got our grandkids in town. I thought, well, let's just look. At, and I'm figuring, okay, maybe uh, tickets prices are Really good. They're trying to get people there. Mm, they're not so inexpensive. <laughs> I was, frankly, I was surprised. I thought, well, if you're trying, if you're trying to get people there, just to fill those seats, uh, they're not ten dollar tickets. I'll just tell you that. So, anyway, but if, if so, I don't. Want, but I don't want to discourage somebody. If you're in Northwest Arkansas, I'm going to go to those games. Hey, they're not a hundred dollars or anything like that. Uh, I guess a few of them were, but uh, you can you can still get tickets for those three games, that, which is tomorrow night, December thirtieth, and then the SEC opener against Auburn because the students won't be back for that either. The the home opener against Auburn. Well, that changes everything when the students are there. <laughs> yeah, crazy. it sure does. It sure does. Well, uh, it changes everything when people call too. We appreciate your calls. You can do that. When we come back, again, we get uh, Chris Turnage earlier than usual. Does he have an intro? Yeah. Yes, he does. I'll have to find Okay. usually we have him on Thursday night, but our show goes off early on Thursday night. So Chris will be with us to talk about the NFL or anything you want to talk about when we return on Drive Time Sports. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking 